hi, more buddies. I'm having a moment. (laughs) I, obviously we're talking about glory. You know that because you've read the description. I had not watched this movie in its entirety aside from, you know, every movie we've done is like on TNT every now and then. Yes. (laughs) Like whatever. I've caught it in drips and drabs over the years, but I have not watched it completely, totally and utterly. And I want to say nigh on 15 18 years and wow it hits different when you're an adult oh it's very deep it's very emotional oh my god and just what a man it holds up despite all of the films that have come since it holds up the performances hold up the quality of the action the in the war scenes holds up like that movie just holds up and it is still as powerful and painful and amazing as like I remembered watching it as a teen except I feel it even more now because I just I feel things more now once you have a kid guys if you have a child you're broken you feel things more than you've ever felt them in your life it's crazy you cry cry at downy commercials And that is actually true. I that 100 has happened. Maybe <laughs> not a Downey commercial, but like it's not working if you're not crying at a Charmin or an Oreo commercial or a Girl Scout cookie commercial. Correct. So, <laughs> so let's so let's get into it. Let's just talk about this. So far in our collection, uh, this is a rare ge- gem of a film. In yes. that, there's not a lot of bad stuff to say about it. <laughs> this is a historical. It is a historical film. It's a not a historical. It is all historical and historical. Um, it's an amazing document. It's an amazing movie. It's so well done. It's so good. It's so it's, accurate. It's too good to the point where I was like, "Are we going to have enough to talk about?" And then I was like, "No, no, no. There's plenty oh, no. to talk about." <laughs> it's basically a book report. It is so faithful to the document of history, um, and I thought. You know, we might do a traditional sort of walk through the movie. Let's do it. Yeah, I think I took some fun. notes this time. I really prepared. I did too. I did too. <laughs> okay, very good. So and it was hard because I was know, I was really like trying to be in it, but I was like, oh, I gotta write stuff down. Yeah, I was like <laughs> laptoping and watching, and I had watched this movie when I went to Charleston a few months ago, mm. and it was so good because it primed me for the communion with Fort Sumter and oh. with Fort Wagner. And seeing the sights down there it was really special. Um, yeah, that was such so a good for, choice on your part. Oh, well, you know, for those who don't know, uh, Glory, uh, released in 1989, is the film treatment of the story of the 54th Massachusetts. And it stars a lovely, young, cherubic Matthew Broderick as the titular <laughs> Robert Gould Shaw. It stars Carrie Elwes as uh, one of his lieutenants. This is right, fresh off. This is right. This is a few years before Princess. This is a few years before Robin Hood Men and Tights. Yes. A few years after. He's done Princess Bride. So he's known. Correct. Yes. Yes. Big cast. And rounding out the cast, we have the one and only Morgan Freeman. I mean, just top notch. The, the, to, to my mind, to my recollection, the two best black actors like of yes. the last several decades. Yes. In the same film is like, oh. right. Like that, like those, the, their salaries today 
would not would that movie would not be possible. This is a little before. So this is after driving Miss Daisy Morgan Freeman. He's, you know, he's a young buck too. And he's got uh, an course, Oscar though. Cause he, didn't he get one for driving Miss Daisy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not, you know, he's not small potatoes at this no. point, but he's a big, yeah. he's a big deal. He's definitely the lead of the black troops. And the other for actor, sure. of course, you're mentioning is Denzel Washington. Also a baby, his face. He's a kid in this movie, he is. He is. but, but an incredibly nuanced, beautiful, flawless performance that garnered him an Oscar. He did get an Oscar for this movie, which is absolutely deserved. And we'll talk a little bit about the most unknown actor at the time who who has more of a career now, Andre Brower. Yes. Who plays Thomas, who I love in this movie. He's Um, so lovable. He's such a lovable character. So sweet. sweet. Just yeah. this little like scholarly a, nerd. He's a little bespectacled, <laughs> like top hat wearing. Like he's the boy in um, Peter Pan, like the brother with the, with the glasses. Like he's it's John. You know his name. Of course you do. <laughs> John. Yes, of course. He's giving John energy. Yeah, he's giving okay. me all the John, the John energy. So these are the actors who are playing parts of the 54th Mass. They yes. are the represent representatives of the 54th Mass. And I think... We could talk about this in a little bit, but, you know, what I wish the film had done was cast them as actual 54th real people. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read and I, I didn't know this literally till we decided to do this episode, but th- this is based on like a couple of books, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some that are like retellings of what it was, but sort of with that little grandiose twist. So I yeah. think the, the film... things they carried vibes. Yeah. And so. I agree. I agree with you, but I mm. also see perhaps the goal was to make these um, individual men examples of larger experiences of the black soldier. That's right. Because they're sort of taking on multiple experiences that the 54th Regiment guys didn't even necessarily go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get that maybe they were trying to just do a sweeping yes. um, sense of it, which yes. It's forgivable, but it would have been nice if even just one of them was real. I agree. This was a yeah. this was the only thing that was like kind of an interesting choice. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Narratively, it made sense, and of course, Shaw's sacrifice is so cinematic. Woo! Don't touch it, right? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> no. And his but character the, yeah. overall is very is very uh, true, a true portrait of him for the most part, with the exception of a couple things. But yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into the retelling of the movie. Take it from the top. <laughs> Our review. So the opening scene is Antietam. My God, I will never forget. <laughs> Luke, I swear to God, I probably first watched this movie when I was like, probably like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And then when that guy's fucking head got blown off, I was not ready. I had never watched anything yeah. like that before. And it has stayed yeah. with me my whole life, that moment. And and it's so funny rewatching it now, too. Uh, like I said, even the violence holds up. But I, I have been so <laughs> tainted by mm. war films mm-hmm. in these recent years that it seems mild mm-hmm. comparatively, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's safe. I, it's so safe compared. But but mm-hmm. like I didn't feel like 
mm, like, oh, this isn't that good because they could have done this and they could have. No, it's fine that it wasn't uber violent and and terrifying. It was violent enough as it was and portrayed very accurately. I think I read an article from like the from 89 or 90 that said this is the most uh, historically accurate civil war film ever made like in terms of battles and things like that so the so you know it's it stays with you the images from this film for sure even if they're not yeah even if they're not as like terrifying as more recent war films that we've seen do you remember the first time you watched that scene i don't remember it per se um yeah but what i'll say is that that guy's face exploded so another guy's head could be taken off in the Patriot. <laughs> the evolution of the film violence, you know, and the, <laughs> the blood of Antietam, you know, graphically is worse than anything we see later in the movie. It oh. really gets you in that first scene. And isn't that so interesting if you look mm-hmm. at these three of the other films that we've talked about, we've talked about this, uh, Patriot and um, Gangs in New York. So those three films, the opening, the first scene is the fucking brutal, nightmarish mm-hmm. kind of fighting. Like it, it comes at you so hard early, early in the film. And just to kind of set up your expectation. But Glory doesn't then continue to be like a bloodbath. It's really no. not. It's far no. more of like a personal story about it, it focuses really on these individual men in a very meaningful way that we don't see in these other two movies that we've talked about you're absolutely right katie like another movie that i could i could i could play back in my mind the first time i saw was the gettysburg movie with martin yeah and uh tom bird uh uh, berenger and a huge cast and that huge movie movie. that's a huge movie that's a football movie that movie is so good at the troops and their placement And they're back and forth and then then the bayonet and then the charge and then the this Mm -hmm. and the that and the cavalry. And it's just like, we're just fetishizing the battles. Completely. I'm here for it. I'm here for Martin Sheen's ridiculous Robert E. Lee accent in that movie. Now I played Robert E. Lee in college in a play in John Brown's body. So I modeled my, I modeled my Robert E. Lee off of Martin Sheen because I was a huge, I am still a huge Martin Sheen stan. Everybody loves Martin Martin Sheen. Walks Martin out of his tent. Sheen, Martin Sheen can do no wrong in this house. I'll tell you that. No wrong. No wrong. <laughs> Sidebar. He steps out of his tent in the first scene. He's like reading a letter, and it's like, and then the cannon shall smoke and fire. And he and then he and then he walks up to his to his horse and goes, "Good morning, Lucy." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the floor. I'm crying. I'm loving it. It's so good. We also get a voiceover in the beginning of this movie from Matthew Broderick. Now, I don't know if you were listening closely, but I don't think Matthew Broderick made some, made his choices yet with his accent. <laughs> we, so we can talk about. There's so much in the accent. Talk about some choices with the accents yeah. in this movie for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. He reads a letter to his mother. We fight for men and women whose poetry is not yet written. It's beautiful. It sounds like Matthew Broderick oh my God. is just straight, straight reading It's it. the most beautiful letter, first of yes. all, you've ever heard. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it makes you even sadder at the loss of this man, Robert yes. Shaw, because God knows what he could have been because he's a child when this happens, basically. Yes. But yes. yes, go on with your your point. 
Yeah, so he's reading this letter and he says, and by the way, thank you for sending my volume of Emerson. It is a great comfort to me. So he's loving the transcendentalists of Boston. <laughs> he's such a nerd. He's rich as fuck. Like you're just getting all of that from him. Oh yeah. Now, last episode, we we rhapsodized, we pondered how was RGS injured at Antietam? <laughs> we we were this, reminded. <laughs> this movie offers a answer to that question care to explore it did. It did. um this 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 tiny <laughs> tiny little boo-boo that we never even really see no. but he just keeps like like he can't believe he, he's bleeding he's he cannot believe blood. his skin has been somebody, grazed by a bullet somebody made him bleed his own blood right was this a vampire or a bullet yeah. we don't know yeah and that scene, when he goes into that tent, again, a phenomenal example of just the brutality mm. of Civil War medicine. And, you know, we, we've obviously gone very deep into that on this yeah. show before, talking about operating rooms. Mm -hmm. But just like the casual manner with which one of the soldiers <laughs> is just like, well, the doctors are busy. Let me know if this hurts. And just like digs into his neck with a needle. And he's like, sorry, Captain. Sorry, Captain. I'm so sorry, Captain. I'm so sorry, sorry I'm hurting you, Captain. I'm definitely not going to wash my hands or anything. Hope you don't right. die from this. Meanwhile, this infantry man is getting his leg sawed off. Stop cutting, please! Stop cutting. I remember, I remember that, too, very well. Him screaming, stop cutting. So Robert Goulshaw receives the most white-privileged uh, pinprick of a wound of all time and immediately becomes a hero of the war. And yes. here we see Morgan Freeman for the first time. He's a simple grave digger. And it's and it's light. Oh, the light coming down from Morgan Freeman, who is Jesus, apparently. Yes. Guardian um, Angel. Yeah. He's always, always. Um, also, was Morgan Freeman ever young? <laughs> because I swear to God no. that man, he's like no. a Maggie Smith, where he yeah. has looked 50 to 60 years old <laughs> for easily 50 to 60 years. <laughs> yeah. And he is he's a commanding presence. He's like a avuncular. Oh, he's got old that man voice. Yeah, yeah. He's got that, you know, beautiful baritone, the way he speaks. He's so grounded in his voice. But yes, like a ray of light, he appears yes. to young Shaw on the ground. Um, but then we get transported back home. And I and this is not a thing that I remember, but I really loved his little shell shock moment. That was such yes. a great detail. Um the PTSD. Where yeah. He seems he's clearly out of it from Antietam. Mm -hmm. You can see it about his person. Like he's he he's been through hell. Yes. And someone like a window shade goes up or a window goes up or something and you see him have a big reaction. And, but it's so it's such a tiny piece of the movie, but it's so good. And like yeah. it's just historical her. Amazing. Because that's oh, the good. thing. Like he gets winged in the neck and then he's pinned on the ground and he kind of passes out and he keeps hearing the booms time. and the booms. His and, face yeah. is so I mean, let's be real. If someone told me I'm casting a serious, incredible civil war film, top choice, Matthew Broderick, I'd go, huh? Who? Yeah. <laughs> first? Yeah. The first Bueller guy? That guy. Because he's not really what we would consider a high caliber dramatic actor by any stretch of the imagination. No. He's adorable. He's funny. He's cute. He's got a charm to him. But, and there's been always this, since the movie came out, like when it was first discussed, they were like, I think this is bad casting. I don't think this is the right choice, whatever. I And I, 
I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I love him in this movie. He's so good. He's like so good. really, I, and it's and his his sweetness that actually makes it so good and convincing. You know, like his he's so like I never would have picked him, but I can't see anyone else. Yeah. You, you know, know, he's a he's a wide eyed optimist. He's not taken that seriously by real people. And as you can see in the movie, they're like, what no. the fuck is this guy like Shaw himself? And Matthew Broderick sells it. He really does. So his little angel face when he's laying in that ditch, mm-hmm. like you see that fear in his face. Then when it contrasts with the last moment of the movie where he's just balls to the wall, like. Yeah not yeah. scared anymore like it's just no. <laughs> I hate myself yeah too. so that is a really great the next scene is they jump right into the pampered lives of the shaws and they, they really do. bring us into gilded age civil war american one percent it's lavish it's so this lavish. it's gorgeous house this mansion they live in in boston Ugh. fun fact they filmed that scene, or at least a scene when they're outside the house in Savannah, Georgia. That checks out. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Because they film most of the battles look. in Georgia. So they just, just use easier. Like, yeah. And it's actually the same house that features in the uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which if you've seen that movie. So the Mercer house, that famous house, that's the same house. Oh, yeah. The, Ke- the, the Kevin Spacey house. It's Yeah, funny. I... That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that kind of that kind of threw house. me. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh we we get to see the the Shaws and their extravagance. We meet Andre Brower's character, Thomas, who is a free man, born and born in Boston. He works for the Shaws. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly aligned with them politically. And he's very effete, very sort of well read. Um erudite. Very, very erudite. Intelligent, very yes. intelligent man. And then we get a quick succession of notables from the time period in 15 seconds, which is great for a movie. You meet Governor John Andrew, who we know <laughs> called up the 54th Massachusetts. Yep. You meet Pappy Shaw, Francis, Frank Shaw, and Frederick Douglass. <laughs> I like that his first moment in the scene, he's introduced and he just goes, just nods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't get a line? Oh, oh he okay. doesn't get any lines. He's not in the union? Okay, cool. Um, cool. And Frederick Douglass is kind of scary. He also looks way too old, right? He looks. Am I he wrong? looks. He looks pretty old. He looks eighty. <laughs> he looks like a statue, <laughs> and he's like he's got a very fussy collar. Like it's it's very, very like very tight and like very yes. pointy. And he's gorgeous. I mean, he looks great for the part, but it's a little bit much. It's a bit much. Um, it's a bit you, much. You forgot that in Antietam, we've already also met Carrie Elwes's character. That's right. They were That's fighting right. alongside each other at that time. Who I think he's supposed to be like Hollowell, the guy who takes he's over. He's like another he's like an combo. Yeah. Of he's a potion. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, she, uh, they're talking about calling up the colored troops, and they immediately thrust the uh, commission onto Robert Gould Shaw, like in this yes. scene. And he just had an attack of being shell shocked, PTSD. And so he like runs away. He's like, excuse me, bye. (laughs) Runs away. He looks like he's gonna fucking vomit. (laughs) He's just like, 